For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Purity, purification, purified. All of these words have to do with ridding something of its contaminants. This reminds me of the process that God takes us through when he takes us broken in our mess and he cleans us up and rids us of anything that is not like him. This is your girl, Purified, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another wonderful episode. I'm so happy to be with you today, and as you can see, I titled this episode, We're going on a bear hunt. Now, I don't know if you have children or even if you don't personally have children, you may um, have nieces, nephews, but you may have heard this song called, We're going on a bear hunt. And so the words say, we're going on a bear hunt. We're going on a bear hunt. Got my binoculars. Got my binoculars. You can't go over it. Can't go over it. You can't go under it. Can't go under it. You gotta have to go through it. And so, as you know, (laughs) it's a children's song and most appropriate for children. But I heard it the other day and it just hit different. Like, to me, when I think about the binoculars, The Holy Spirit immediately made me equate that to, I got Jesus and I got my word. I got got my binoculars. I got Jesus and I got my word. And so as the song continues to say, you can't go over a situation that is really taking you through the ringer. (laughs) You can't go under it. You're just gonna have to go through it. And this is a continuation of my previous episode, hashtag stronger than ever. So I don't know, this may just be like a little mini series, if you will, Um, because I'm just going through a time in my life where it's really challenging like it's really challenging and you know if you're listening and you're like me um you know you're a strong woman you know you you may be the one that people generally come to um with questions and 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 because they know that you're a voice of reason and they know that you know they can trust you to give them solid advice um so you you're generally just in who you are a strong woman um that that 
leadership and being in that role comes easily to you. So when it's the other way around where, you know, it's just like you going through. And as I said in my previous episode, needing to surround yourself with people that can um, pray you through and be there for you, you know, a great big piece to that is being vulnerable and being transparent um, so that people can pray for you so that people can be like, look, I went through this too. Let me tell you what I did. And so that that's a huge lesson in this for me too. It, it's, it's forcing me <laughs> to um, be open, you know, be honest. And this is why I'm here on this podcast because You know, it's like, I know I'm not the only person going through this. I know I'm not the only person that has gone through this. So I just want to be able to bless somebody else. You know, when, when, when you may be going through something, I want to be able to bless you and let you know, look, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You just got to go through it. And like I said, I think this is just a, a great piggyback off of hashtag stronger than ever, because I talked about how when you get to the other side of your challenge, you know, how you gonna come out stronger than ever on the other side, how God makes no mistakes. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knew he was going to take you through how you have to lean on him through the whole thing and how you have to surround yourself with some people that can pray with you and be with you. Um, the whole way through as you pray for yourself so you know I just want to talk uh about going through it though like what does that look like like I know hashtag stronger than ever talks about like what we gonna be on the other side we already know we can remain hopeful in that that we're gonna be better than ever we're gonna be stronger than ever but what does it look like when you going through so um let me share something with you guys. And again, you've, you've already heard this, but um, we recently lost my grandfather. He was the patriarch of our family and um, just very, very, very special. And you, you know, when you lose someone and it's like um, everybody has an individual connection with that person. <laughs> Sometimes you didn't even realize, you know, there was that facet to that particular person but everybody was able to create their own individual beautiful meaningful relationship and so I think we're all hurting in our own way um for me it's very difficult because um we live in California as we've mentioned before we are a military family so we move around pretty regularly and you know God has us positioned in California right now well of course in the midst of COVID and everything going on with that um it's just not best practice to uh travel via you know public means of transportation so for me, I was put in this conundrum because I have an infant. And so I was wanting to go home. I'm from Georgia. My husband is as well. And so if you can think California to Georgia, driving, um, that's a negative. So the plane was really the most effective way to go. So I had really made my decision up that I was going to go to Georgia I was going to take my infant with me only because I nurse her so in order to make sure that she was fed and 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 all that stuff 
I was going to need to take her with me. And then I have a four-year-old who's going to stay home with my husband. So, you know, I had made these plans and I was going to go, you know, twofold. One, I felt like I needed to be um, there for my mom because it was my mother's father that passed. And she's the only girl. So I felt like I needed to be there for her. And then two, because I felt like I also needed to... um, heal as well because it's almost surreal when you lose someone but you aren't really there to like experience it or see it so it's like you know it and you know it's real but you can't necessarily process it for real because it's like you're not there so I felt like I need to go for both of those reasons but you know there were some things that that were like I didn't know some unknowns like I think my infant's gonna go to sleep but she may not and she may act a straight donkey for five hours on the airplane you know and we were going to take the red eye out to help her have a greater chance of sleeping but just didn't know if that was going to be the case and again you know with COVID going on it just wasn't the best idea um and what that instantly made me think of is a verse in the Bible, um, 1 Corinthians 10th chapter, the 23rd to the 21st, I'm sorry, the 23rd through the 24th verse. Again, 1 Corinthians 10th chapter, the 23rd through the 24th verse. And it says, you say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others. And so I guess in that situation, it made me think like, you know, there, there would have been nothing wrong with me going to see my family but again we have to be attuned to the spirit and allow him to make final decisions because um our emotions can cause us to make decisions you know do certain things and so again we just have to be in tune with the spirit so that we know like is this something that I really should do I know I can do it I know there's nothing wrong with it I know I wouldn't be sitting to do it but is it good for me right now is it beneficial is it something I I have to do right now is it absolutely like the best practice thing to do right now and for me I did come up with no for that so I ended up not going so (laughs) I had already packed me and my daughter's things so I was like I told my husband I was like babe we need to go somewhere like we're packed so we decided to go to San Francisco we're only two hours from San Francisco. That's a nice, you know, weekend trip. We're going to take my son to the zoo. So we did. Went to San Francisco. So this was my um, daughter's first time ever being away from home, really, in a hotel or any type of atmosphere like that. Because, again, she's um, only eight months. And, you know, due to COVID, we haven't sent her to daycare and things like that. So this was her first time. But we had a plan. We we're going to put her in a pack and play. All was going to be well. So we got to San Francisco, um, we got checked in, you know, I disinfected the hotel room, like we were good, we were just gonna chill, it's gonna be good. So we door dashed um, some food in from the Cheesecake Factory and um, 
My husband went down to the lobby to get the food. And so it was taking him a little bit of time. So I called him. I was like, hey, babe, are you okay? And um, he was like, yeah, not really. And I was like, what's going on? he's like something happened at the hotel he was like there's a huge police presence here there's like 30 plus cops you know they got their their AKs on them like you know and they're clearing the floor so they're clearing all of the floors so I you know googled it looked up the San Francisco news what's going on turns out somebody was um no two people were shot like and I still, to this day, don't know whether it was in front of the hotel, in the hotel, whatever. Nobody heard gunshots. So it was like, mm, it's kind of interesting. But at any rate, two people were shot. I think one was killed in one um, conditions. I think he was going to make it through. But they could not find the suspect. So they assumed that the suspect could possibly have ran into the hotel so at any rate my husband was stuck in the lobby with our food for three hours kind of in this lockdown position um those of us that those of us that were in the room so I think and praise God for that that you know um neither of the children were with him you know because they wouldn't have been able to endure the three hours so we were in the room my children and myself were in the room just kind of waiting for him to bring the food back up and um it was just crazy it was just crazy so you know but we were able to thank and praise God for the fact that it happened the shooting like literally five minutes before my husband went down to go get the food so when I tell you that God personally this is in Deuteronomy 31 um just read it I'm paraphrasing here he personally goes ahead of you you hear me he personally goes ahead of you and then he will never leave you nor forsake you so he goes before you then he's with you so you don't have to be afraid or discouraged glory to God hallelujah so Anyway, lockdown position for three hours. He finally makes it back up to the room. The food is cold. And then our infant, because of course it's a new environment, she's in her pack and play. She did not sleep at all. She may have laid down for like a block of like two or three hours. And then my son, he just kind of intermittently woke up too. So needless to say, my husband and I were absolutely exhausted. So at like six o'clock, we were both looked at each other and was like, you ready to go home? And we were like, yes. So we packed up our things and we came back home and we were able to get some rest. And so, and so were our children. And that just goes to prove further, we're going on a bear hunt, friends. Like we got our word. We got Jesus. We can't go over it. Nope, we can't take a trip to make it better. We can't go under it. We can't we can't uh, drink ourselves into a slumber thinking we're going to go under it. You just got to go through it. You just got to go through it. So this is a grieving season for us. And we just got to go through it because going back to hashtag stronger than ever, it's not a surprise to God. He knew he was going to have us in this situation. He knew this was going to be a growing season for us. He knew that we were going to be out in California, unable to kind of move and shake the way we would normally do. He knew these things. We just 
have to go through it. But in going through, hold on, drop your anchor, keep the faith, keep trusting, keep praising as best as you can. And like I said, lean on your people, on your circle of people that can pray for you, that can pray for you, that can help you through, that can help you through. So this is what really gave me the confirmation to come on here and make the podcast about this particular subject, because, you know, I told you guys, like, I used to really stress about this, like, not stress, but really like, okay, God, what do you want me to talk about? You know, like really being intentional about, you know, looking at things in my life and whatever. But now, like, I'm telling you, you can rest assured that what you're going to get from Purify is whatever Purified is going through. Um, and when the Holy Spirit told me to tell say that to the people, then that's what I'm going to do. Because I just feel like apparently I'm not the only person in this situation and somebody else needs to hear it. So I'm going with that. This was my confirmation. I was strolling through Facebook and my cousin, she posted this. I'm not taking credit for it at all. My cousin posted this. She said, I'm learning that when God allows life to take you through the ringer and you make it out all right, it's offensive to him to not tell others about it. Sometimes telling your business is being about your father's business. The testimony that came out of your test is supposed to come out of your mouth too. (laughs) Y'all, when I read that, I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going through, I'm hurting, you know, some days are better than others, you know, especially like when we got to San Francisco and all that happened, um, I was in that woe is me. Like, it's just one thing after the next. Like, make it make sense. What do you want me to do? You know, can we be honest for 30 seconds? Sometimes we, we, we go to God like that. What do you want me to do? With a little bit of like frustration, entitlement, whining, complaining. Because we spoil and we're used to everything in life going our way. Because we forget that there's a part of Christianity that says that, you, that, that you're going to go through some things. Because we forget that part. We want the abundant life part, but we don't necessarily want the hard part. Mm, I'm talking to myself, y'all. You just catching it. <laughs> So, let me read that again. Because it just hit me. It that, that, this. This is my cousin Post now. I'm not taking credit for this one. I'm learning that when God allows life to take you through the ringer. And look, you, you may be in a situation where you feel like you ain't made it through yet. You still in the ringer. Some of us may have made it out all right. And some of us may be in the ringer still. We in that thing. <laughs> but at any, either way. Even if you end a ringer, it's offensive to him to not tell others about it because your ringer might be the same ringer they going through. Sometimes telling your business is being about your father's business. The testimony that came, will come, is coming out of your test is supposed to come out of your mouth too. 
We got to let this um this proud Mary thing go. 2021. We got to drop her because you know what? We cannot effectively get through and be about the father's business and enhance the kingdom if we keeping stuff that we going through to ourselves. It's time out for that. It's time out for that. We have got to use these situations that we're being put in, no matter how hard, no matter how painful, we have got to use them to enhance the kingdom. As a believer, we are kingdom citizens. And as members of the kingdom family, we have a role and a responsibility to help others when they are in their time of testing, trial, tribulation, to know to know that God is faithful and that God keeps his promises. Because when you're in the midst, it may seem like he's so far away from you. It may seem like God is not near you, but the devil is a liar. He lies. And that is why you got to stay connected because you need some people around you that's that's telling you, no, the devil is a liar. The devil wants you to believe that God don't care about you, that he got you going through this just, you know, for whatever reason. So that he can get you disconnected. That's his ultimate goal. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. To steal your relationship, to destroy you, to kill your relationship with God. Because if he can get you disconnected behind your emotions and what you feel, other than what's the truth, the, the detriment that he can do to your life. So you got to stay connected and you got to keep fighting and you got to keep pressing and you got to keep praying and you got to keep pushing. You have to, as hard as it is, you got to keep pushing. Hang in there. Hang in there. Cry it out. Cry it out. Who told y'all that crying is bad? Who told y'all that? Who told y'all that you can't have a moment or two or three? But after your moment, get up. Get up. Have your praise party. I got this area in my house, (laughs) y'all. Downstairs. I just pace back and forth. I just pace back and forth. That's where I have my praise parties. We real me and God is real familiar with that area. We just have our praise parties. And um You know, I just thank him. I just thank and praise him. I just thank and praise him. And I find myself pacing back and forth, just thanking and praising him um, because he's good. He's good. He's good. So when I read that, it brought me to my question that I would like to challenge you to think about. So, you know, if you're going through or have gone through and like I told you about my cousin's post, the, the part that hit the most to me was the part about, you know, telling your business is about 
being about your father's business and the testimony that came out of your test is supposed to come out of your mouth too. So my question to you is, what is, what are you doing or how are you using your situation that God brought you out of or you're having faith he's going to bring you out of because you're in the midst of it now how are you using that to enhance the kingdom God then gave some of y'all big things to do like write a book yeah like a whole book with some chapters because what you've been through is something so heavy but yet so powerful if you would just release it and tell other people that can enhance the kingdom in a major way. For me, in this season, it's this podcast. So here I am. I'm letting you know where I was, the hurt that I feel. Sometimes I just feel like, you know, how can it be that I lose somebody special to me and I It's not best practice for me to even get on a plane to go and be with my family. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. So for some of y'all, it may be a book. It may be a podcast. It may be a blog. But what are you doing to enhance the kingdom? What are you doing to help all the people that's going to come behind you that may be going through that same thing? How are you? Letting people see the glory, the faithfulness of God through your situation. Because you do know that all things work together for your good, right? So you do know that although it hurts, although it's painful, you do know that it's working together for your good. G-O-O-D, your good. (laughs) You're good. Hallelujah. You're good. So... You know you're covered because it's going to work out for you. So what about the people who may not know Jesus? What about the people who are young in their walk that they just they just fell in love with the Lord and now they just got hit with some news that's tearing them apart and now they like, no, I'm good on this, on this, on this Christianity thing. How are we making sure that people are not only seeing this, you know, uh, glorified Christian life not only just that part but also the part when Christians go through some stuff are we being real and open and vulnerable and transparent about that or is it when we go through some stuff that we you know we recluse and we just we 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 force a smile on our face and we 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 tell people that we're doing just fine and we're we're great we're good and God is faithful you know And all that's true, but are we letting anybody in? Are we putting ourselves in a position where we can use the situation that God has put into our lives to bring the glory back to him, to cause other people who may not be in the place that we are with our Christian walk to lean on him, to trust in him that much more? Are we using our situation for God's glory? Is he getting the ultimate glory for it just something for you to think about because if we haven't done that thing yet and I know I know 
I know right now my spirit is telling me I'm talking to some people. I know that he's told you to start writing that book a long time ago. Had you started, you probably would have been halfway done by now. Somebody need to write a book. <laughs> that's that's heavy in my spirit right now. <laughs> because that book might mess around and yield you the money that you need to help you get out of your situation. I don't know. <laughs> if that's you, start that book, sis. Start that book, brother. Right now. Don't wait. So let's use the things that we go through for God's glory y'all know that song for your glory I will do anything just to see you to behold you as my king I want to be where you are we sing that y'all yeah we do (laughs) but when we going through Okay, are we using it for his glory? Are we? We have to, we have to, we have to. We got to go on that bear hunt. We got our binoculars. We got Jesus. We got the word. We got our circle of people. We can't go over it, y'all. We can't go, we can't, we can't go over our tribulations. We can't go under them. We just got to go through them we just gotta go through them so just hold on drop your anchor and trust him it's hard it is but but we gotta do it there was another verse that uh really spoke to me on this topic and it is second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 and it reads each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me and that that's that part again about the fact of we're going to have some times when we're weak, but we got to cry out to God. And there are people around you that love you, that want to support you in the best way that they can um, be a prayer um, and just be there for you. But we got to be open. We got to be honest with him. We got to be honest with them and let them know like we're weak. We're weak. We know we're going to make it out. They know that you're going to make it out too. Because if they're your friend, they know how strong you are. You ain't got to tell them. They know. They know you're a warrior. <laughs> so it's okay when when we're weak. It's okay. God says my power works best in your weaknesses, in our weaknesses. So be glad to boast about the weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me to strengthen me, to get me through. So once I'm strengthened, I can go and be a blessing to other people. There's some other verses, two more that I wanted to share with you. Very familiar passage of scripture. Proverbs chapter three, but I'm I'm coming out the King James. Everything else I've read has been out of the New Living Translation. 
but I'm coming out of the King James Version with Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. And I think I'm actually going to go to verse 7. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So it's just a reminder to trust in him with all your heart. Don't lean on what you're seeing or thinking. Trust in him. But allow this Holy Spirit, allow Holy Spirit, allow Holy Spirit to be the ultimate decision maker because he's a constant. He's always speaking. He's always directing. He, yes, he is. And and you know that you're in alignment with Holy Spirit because of the peace that he gives you. It's a peace that surpasses all understanding greater than the human mind can understand. Yes, it is. So, Holy Spirit is your ultimate guide. So be uh, be attuned to the Spirit so that you can hear exactly what he's saying. And know that the peace, the peace of God will be with you when you are in alignment with what you need to be doing with his will for your life in, in, in your particular season. And then the last verse that I want to share with you is coming from James. And you guys have heard me say this one so many times, but it's just so, so powerful. James 1, starting at verse 2, still coming from the King James Bible. And it reads, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing let me read that one more time my brethren count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing I use that as the summation verse because I think that that totally just confirms the part of you gotta go through it because it worketh patience. The trying of your faith worketh patience. But when you let patience have her perfect work, you will be perfect and entire wanting nothing ready for anything knowing that God is going to bring you through because when you look back over your life historically who he's been and all the things that you've gone through who he's been he has a track record a track record of faithfulness a track record of bringing you out a track record of it worked together for my good. A track record of I'm so glad he didn't let me do. He's so faithful, y'all. 
Give him glory. Give him the glory that he's due. He's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Yes, he is. He's Jehovah Nisi, our victory banner. He's Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He's Jehovah Roha, our shepherd. He's a good God. He's a good God. He's a good God. Give him glory. 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 Give him your life. And thank him, thank him, thank him. Because he's worthy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I pray that that blesses you. I pray that you understand along with me that we got to go through some things. That there are some absolutely wonderful promises and benefits to being a Christian. But we can't allow the enemy to use our hard times to cause us to disconnect ourselves from our source, which is God our Father. We can't allow the enemy to use our hard times to disconnect us from our source, which is God, our Father. Instead, call the devil out on his mess. He is a liar and the truth ain't nowhere in him. And use your circumstance, no matter how painful it is, use it For the glory of God to be a blessing to other people. People who may be going through it right now along with you. You have no idea how you opening your mouth and sharing where you are, where you've been, can be such a blessing to somebody else. Possibly between a moment of them thinking of doing something detrimental to their life. We got to let the proud, uh, this whole thing of uh, all is good all the time, stuff go. Be transparent. Be vulnerable. And and, and ask ask the Spirit to reveal to you in what way you need to Get your story out. Be a blessing to other people. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what outlet, what medium. What do you want me to do with this, God? How do you want me to bless other people with this? Because I know it's going to work out for my good. I know I'm going to be okay. And I know I'm going to be hashtag stronger than ever because of it. But how do I reach back and make sure That I'm benefiting the kingdom. That I'm enhancing the kingdom. Where it's not so much me focused. But kingdom focused. And I think sometimes we get in this thing of thinking that it's the pastor's responsibility. And the devil is a liar on that too. It's not just the pastor's responsibility to help people through. Really our story. if, if, If we were honest. And open and vulnerable and transparent. With the people around us. With our circle of believers. If we were just open with each other, 
we can really help each other through just about anything. Because if we ain't been through it, the next person has. And if we were honest and, and, and talked about it and said how God bought us out, now we can help the other couple or the other person. Whatever the case may be. So we got to drop, we got to drop, we got to drop that in 2021. The proudness. We got to be, we got to be more open. We got to be more vulnerable. Because if we live life together, if we do life together, we can, we can, we can, we can really, really, truly not only get what we need when we need it, but also be a blessing to other people. And I truly believe that that's the way that God would have it to be. For his glory, growing together, living life together, loving other people, loving other believers that you may or may not have ever met or seen before in your life. So, I pray that blesses you. Once again, we're going on a bear hunt, friends. You got your binoculars. You got your word. You got Jesus. You got your circle. We can't go over our circumstances. We can't go under the hard times. You're going to have, I'm going to have to go through it. But we can absolutely go through it with Jesus because he's faithful and he has us and he's a good, good father. And we know that we're going to come out stronger than ever on the other side. Love you guys. Be blessed. I think it's so important to give anyone who's listening today who doesn't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior an opportunity to make the decision to join the family, the very best family. Uh, and that's a kingdom family, becoming a kingdom citizen. And if that's you, if you're seeking that relationship with Jesus Christ, wanting him to be your personal Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe that you are Lord and that you died for my sins and arose for my justification. Forgive me for my sins and all I have done wrong. I receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Save me, Lord. Save me right now. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, congratulations on making the very best decision of your life. And that is to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you need further direction or instruction on what this walk with Jesus looks like, please email us. Our information is on the main detail page for the podcast. Please shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you and walk this thing out with you. God bless you.
It is always a joy to come here with you and to bring you a message. This is your girl, Purified. Until next time, remember that God's got you, he loves you, and you are free in him. Four ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the key